0: Hello, and welcome back to the Events Unpaused podcast. In this five-episode podcast series, we're talking about how the global pandemic changed the event industry and how we'll take those lessons into the future. In the last episode, we talked about how the pandemic changed our industry and impacted our guests and event professionals. If you haven't had a chance to listen, it's definitely worth your time. In this episode, we're digging into event safety. To be clear, this has always been an important topic for our industry and our company. Planning for health and safety is critical when you're getting a big group of people together. And event professionals have done heroic work for years, activating plans to keep guests safe in situations like natural disasters and terrorist attacks. Of course, safety became even more predominant on everyone's minds during the pandemic. People were longing to get back together face to face, but really wanted to make sure they could do it safely. Today, we're gonna talk about two of the main lessons we've learned about safety during the pandemic that we believe will carry forward into the future of events, no matter what's ahead. The first is that you have to design every phase of the guest experience with a safety lens. The second is that it's more important than ever to connect the entire travel and event ecosystem, all of your partners, to align around safety throughout the entire event experience. To cover that first point, I want to introduce Amy Kramer, our leader of innovation, as well as Greg Bogue, our chief experience architect of our in-house design agency, The Design Studio, and who's now also responsible for our brand and our brand voice in the industry. Amy and Greg have always been focused on designing end-to-end experiences using our eight-phases methodology. But during the pandemic, they moved fast to think through safety implications at each and every step. I want to share a little bit of those insights with you today.
1: The big focus for us and the work that we've advanced is how are we going to actually bring that out to the market and how are we going to change given the new strategy and new direction that we've put into place? And what we've done is we've really aligned all of our work and positioning around what our legacy eight phases are. So if you remember and have seen our eight phases, you remember that they are broken into three very distinct aspects. One is is a pre-event phase. The next is actually during the event. And then the last is post-event. Now, while these eight phases haven't fundamentally changed. We do believe that we have to bring a different lens to each of these phases around security, around safety, around comfort, all of those aspects that Greg outlined in the framework. So I'd like to go through each of these phases with you, a very high level, just to give you some perspective on how these may look a little bit different as you're entering back into digital events or face-to-face events in the future. So let's start first with announcing. Our eight phases was focused around announcing and creating that exciting perception, right? It's, it's how are we going to position ourselves and how are we gonna announce this event out to our attendees? Now it's really taken a different lens of easing the perception. We know that people are going to have some concerns as they re-enter face-to-face meetings. So designing and applying different aspects of announcing that event are gonna be key. So thinking around safety and health, redesigning your landing page, having dedicated spaces that talk about health and safety, really setting the expectations and providing a venue for people to reach out and ask questions. Our next phase is really focused on attracting. In the past events, pre-COVID, this was always about wooing our audience, right? We wanna get people to our event, we wanna create excitement, We still want to do that. We want to get people excited, but we also know now more than ever, it's such a focus on purpose. If people are going to make a decision to attend, we really want to hone in on what the purpose and value is going to be, and also giving them alternative formats in which they can engage with us and and have content. So thinking about giving them that feeling of control, allowing them the autonomy to choose what's best for them, but also focusing on the purpose and connection. When we think about anticipating, setting the expectation is really key to this phase. And, and not so much as thinking about what they're going to experience, but really understanding that journey. We are going to see event codes of contact across the board. And people are going to be provided that before they attend an event so that they're aware of things that they might need to plan for. But we also need to go a bit deeper and look at the actual feeling and behaviors of the humans and how we can help them in terms of trust, comfort, making them feel that they have control over their environments. One thing that we've started to see a lot of in this phase is a know before you go, giving them tips and tricks on how to prepare for their travel and arrival and experience at the overall event arriving was always focused so much on the travel side of the experience. And where this is still the focus, instead of getting on the plane and making sure you get to your destination, there is a heightened sense of anxiety and now friction that we will expect as part of this experience, especially for people who have not been on a plane or been in a hotel for nine or 10 months. Being able to communicate openly and as much as possible during this phase is very, very key. And helping to ease what those expectations are, providing them with information and giving them a lens of what to expect when they arrive on site at their event. Entering is all about resetting the face-to-face experience. It is going to be very different coming back to a physical event and a live event than ever before. We want to minimize that fear and that concern and create that safety, security, and comfort for our guests, and we want to think about all aspects of that as they're entering the experience. Providing things like self-check-in, which is now it's standard in most hotels, but also looking at on-site registration and ways that they can check in using a, a device versus having to exchange with a physical person. Also, the meeting space, having flexibility in how you're setting and staging your rooms, as well as building in those times where people can step out of an environment. And then also networking is huge. We know people are social creatures. They're going to want to be together. It's not going to be the same, at least for the foreseeable future. So providing different formats and ways that people can connect and network is gonna create a a different type of experience. And we wanna make sure people feel comfortable and understand that before entering an event. Exiting has also always been an important aspect of our eight phases. We wanna send people off in a way that makes them remember the experience that they had in their time with us. This is still very much the focus of our exiting phase. We also want to hit home the value of the experience when people are making a choice to attend an event or not, they are assuming some level of risk in doing so, especially for the first few events that they decide to attend. So helping them ensure that the risk was worth the reward and communicating that very openly is going to help reemphasize the purpose of the event and the value that they received while they were there. Uh, We also, from a very tactical side, see exiting as another way to help them journey back home. Their journey to the event is just as important as their journey home. So thinking about things like, do they have extra sanitation, PPE equipment? Do they have snacks? Because some airlines aren't providing food and beverage uh, on flights. So giving them those tools and reinforcing how important they are and how much we care for them. And thinking through all of those pieces is really important when we think about exiting. And then lastly, extending. This part of the event to me is the most critical, especially now that we have digital. We have a wealth of resources at our disposal, now more so than ever, to help extend the value of this experience. Even for people that couldn't physically be there, whether it's through social connection and networking after an event, whether it's through sharing content or creating unique pods for us to reset the experiences that happened while on site, all of these things are now at our forefront. And we're going to be talking more about this actually throughout the entire next event. I'm really excited for the possibility for reach and connection and extension of our events as they come back.
0: Now, considering this eight-phase methodology of Merits Global Events, Greg explains the value of our Plan Well Meet Well system in easing guests' transition back to face to face.
2: So, one of the things we realized pretty quickly is that, that the transition back into face to face could be a difficult transition for a variety of guests. So, what we really began to think about is how might we put together a system to help really guide that transition back? And, and what we really landed on was this idea of actually plan, a plan well, meet well system that is full of research and insight. We really believe in design from a human perspective. And, and with what has occurred in this crazy time we've lived through, a lot of changes have occurred. So we really, in our system, in our plan well, meet well system, we want to start with a travel comfort study. Really ask your guests, are they prepared to travel? Are they okay with traveling? What are their concerns in the destination? What are their concerns at the event? And really begin to unlock those areas of of discomfort perhaps. So this travel comfort study really guides us into a design session with all of your partners, all of the hoteliers, perhaps the transportation people. What might we do from a design perspective that would really help transition people from those areas of concern into a rich design or rich event experience. Once we did that design, the idea would be to go back out to the guest community and really validate that those design ideas would be appropriate for them to actually attend. All of that work would would come together then in a final basically design guide, right? Where we would take that information And then we would actually use that in the actual creation of the event. Now we do know that one of the things that occurs or is necessary now is this idea of kind of uh, expanded communications. So the idea of curating that content as we go through the design process to really capture and curate that content that would be relevant to your guests and really provide them kind of that insight um, and, and the necessary information for them to experience the event to the fullest, so we talked a little bit about these this travel comfort study, and and we've actually fielded this study, and we really believe that it's a great way to get the get the heart of the guest right, and and listen to them, and be mindful of the things that are most important to them as it relates to their event experience, and then of course we would want to follow on that study with the design uh, reaction and readiness. You know, we might find out that there are certain design ideas that needed to be tweaked because yeah, it's just not gonna make me feel that comfortable. So really validating your design work with a kind of readiness study is really a powerful approach.
1: What I've heard over the past many months is really clients not understanding how to make the best decision for their guests. This tool allows them to do that. And it also is supported by a complete custom playbook, as you mentioned, that they can use and then apply not only for this meeting, but then they have a structure and path forward for other events that they may have as well. And it's not a one size fits all. It actually can provide you with insights on, do I pivot to digital? Do I consider a hybrid or is a face-to-face event perhaps the best strategy? And my attendees are comfortable with it. So I think that this has been a great add to our offerings and I think it's gonna help a lot of our clients.
0: You know, it feels clear to me that event safety will be a critical element of event design going forward. And I'm a big believer that the eight phases framework is a great way to do it for all the reasons Amy just mentioned. And as I said at the beginning, that's not the only lesson about safety we've drawn from the pandemic. The other is that the pandemic really showed us how the entire travel ecosystem can work together to make everyone safer. It doesn't really work if just one link in the chain does their part, but when you connect everyone together toward that common goal, it makes a huge difference. One of our partners, Delta Airlines, did a really incredible job of summing this up.
3: At Delta Airlines, we understand that we are one part of the entire travel ribbon, which is why we've extended partnerships um, with partners that impact the entire travel ribbon. So from the moment you leave your house to the moment you arrive at your destination. We partnered with hotel chains, with rental car companies, with Lyft, with Airbnb. That way we can take a more holistic view of the travel ribbon and work together across the aisle to continue to inc- improve the entire travel ribbon. We've put in uh, increased transmission barriers we've enhanced the sanitation practices across the entire travel ribbon we've also put in and promoted health screenings so that people that have symptoms or are not feeling well don't show up to work to begin with and that is to allow the safety of the employees and the customers of these incredible partners of ours including delta airlines to continue to better our practices and last but not least we also taken a holistic view of food and beverage services and we have all collectively adopted the FDA's recommendations and best practices on how to manage food and beverage service.
0: At Merits Global Events, we couldn't agree more. The entire industry has to band together to create event experiences that give people the connection they've been missing and to do it safely. It's going to require even more collaboration and alignment But luckily, this is an industry that has proven it can rise to any challenge. And that wraps up our discussion of event safety. If you're interested in tracking where the future of the industry is going, I really do hope you'll listen to our next episode where we will dive into the question, is hybrid here to stay?